Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Today's episode is sponsored by Premium Jane CBD Products. A third of Americans have trouble sleeping on a regular basis, especially because it can be challenging to turn off your brain these days. There is, however, some hope, and it comes from a plant. Premium Jane is a U.S.-based CBD company offering incredible natural products like oils, topicals, capsules, and gummies. All of their products are made from completely organic, Kentucky-grown industrial hemp and are third-party lab-tested to ensure purity and quality. CBD is a naturally occurring in the industrial hemp plant, and in order to achieve pure quantities, Premium Jane uses top-of-the-line CO2 extraction methods. If you've been searching for a product to help support a sense of calm and to promote healthy sleep, Premium Jane is for you. I personally tried Premium Jane oils, and it relieved my muscle tension instantly, and it worked great. To find Premium Jane's full range of CBD products, visit them at premiumjane.com and be sure to use coupon code SEXQUEENS, that's S-E-X-Q-U-E-E-N-S, to get 20% off your purchase. Hi everyone, welcome to Sex Queens. I'm Jules. And I'm Maggie. Keeping you on top so you stay hot. Hey everyone, welcome back to Sex Queens. Today we're talking about pegging. Yes, welcome to the lessons that you didn't get taught when you were in sex ed class. That's for sure. But we're going to teach you, so you're welcome. You're welcome. In advance. (laughs) Also, right away, side note to begin with, pegging is on my to-do list of some things that I haven't done, Hmm. but I want to do. Oh, okay. So this will be fun. Yes. To talk about. I did it once. In my secret. (laughs) fantasies <laughs> that um, I want to try and do. You should. I will one day. Yeah. I will. I just have to find who I'd want to do. There hasn't been anybody where I'm like, I really want to do it with you. Mm, yeah. You have it to has like to the be right like one. somebody that would be fun in the correct way. And then we, and then you can call me afterwards. <laughs> well, yeah. Of course. Like immediately afterwards. Still immediately. The like, oh, so like, I want to tell you I finally did it. <laughs> Yes, queen. Any volunteers? You could yeah. e- email me. <laughs> God. <laughs> that's a... That's how, that's how I'm going to get it. No, no. No, no, child. Um, so... I'm kidding. Oh. Since this is a oh, one by the way, oh, cheers, oh, yeah. everybody. I just drank and then I was like, yeah, cheers. Cheers. <sighs> Refreshing. Since this is a 101, we should talk about what pegging is. So... Um, pegging was coined in about 2001 by this guy named Dan Savage, who had an advice column, uh, a sex advice column. And people wrote into him and, or this one reader wrote into him and, um, said how, when he talks about when a woman, um, uses a dildo or when a cis woman uses a dildo anally on a man to penetrate, Mm-hmm. There wasn't ever a word for it, and that's just a long, really long thing to say. <laughs> so they asked him, uh, hey, can you, like, come up with a word for it? And he came up with pegging. So intre- I was kind of hoping to find, like, why he chose that word, but there was no information Right, like, on why that. is the word pegging? Because I always have thought that that's an interesting word. But, I mean, aren't all words really, like, why? So Yeah, I mean, that's I kind of how all just, words were invented. It's like, uh, glass. <laughs> like, peg. 
peg. I don't know. That's just interesting. Yeah. Like a peg. That makes me think of, actually, <laughs> and this is not what it is, but it's what makes Aggie think of, so here it goes. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's already not good. <laughs> but remember, those pirates that stand on that one. Big leg! <laughs> And it's kind of that's it. Is that what the and leg is really? And used that's for? where my head goes. And oh. that is it. You're again. That'd be so. <laughs> I said gross. it's not good, but that's exactly where it goes to be. Okay, so, so yeah, words are really so just there made you up. Go. Words are made up. But anyway, <laughs> so that so the term is actually pretty new. Um, but the uh, but pegging is is not new and actually has been around. At least in the media, it's been Definitely around since, since those porn. pirates. Well, since porn in the seventies. No, since the pirates. Um, since what? The pirates. The pirates. Yeah, mentioned. obviously. That's much longer ago. What else are you gonna do on those ships? It's a know? long, long journeys. Yeah, you gotta spice it up every once in a while. See, I solved um, it. You're well. You're welcome again. What is this? But uh, pegging. So yeah, typically would refer to a cis woman. Uh, anally yes. penetrating with a dildo, a yeah, man. it usually refers to a hetero but, cisgender woman who does strap on dildo penetrates typically a hetero cisgender man, but it has since changed yeah. to now just mean um, it has to be a sexual act with a dildo and anal penetration. Okay, so basically, so, just that the dildos and so basically, like the the gender or sexual identity of the person doing the action or receiving doesn't matter. Just that there's a dildo there, right? And then, but also. Um, historically, since an- because anal sex has histor- historically been associated as a gay man act, quote unquote, mm. uh, many straight men. Wow, why can't I say this sentence? Words are hard. Wow, many straight men <laughs> don't consider pegging. Many straight men, yes, they don't consider pegging. No, what? Many straight men don't consider pegging as an activity that they want to try because they think they're scared that it's associated with homosexuality. originally homosexual act. Yeah. Wow, see how much better those words came out the second part? I don't know why I couldn't say them then. I got you. Part. I got you. We're on the same wavelength. We vibing. There you go. Okay, so then. It's <laughs> such a good sentence. <laughs> yes, but I've definitely heard that before from straight men. That yeah. um, it's like a hesitation. But also, if you do think that, don't. That's not true. So <laughs> Also, if you do think that, don't. Wow. Very commanding of you. Also, if you think that don't <laughs> i mean give it a try it's false like it's, it's it has no correlation <laughs> don't. that's just an insecurity that is not <laughs> not true not true yeah um <laughs> any of your sexual preference in the bedroom has absolutely nothing to do with your sexual identity and also just so you know to continue my thought which you're right but the reason why anyways they say that this is a travesty and here's why it's because the prostate is full of pleasure, and there is a thing in there that's called the P-spot. The P-spot? That's what they call it. I the, was thinking, like, the G-spot. No, because that's for women. So, apparently... No, the G-spot's for men, too. They call it the G-spot. Well, apparently here they call it the P-spot. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Wikipedia They're saying or something? that... <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is that? It's not on Wikipedia. It's on an article where they talk about... Um, how people's experiences with pegging, okay? It's like coolarticle.com or some bullshit. <laughs> Coolwords.com. Yeah, clearly, because they don't even know how to use man and men. <laughs> well, that's just me. They wrote the word men. You wrote this article, didn't you? <laughs> I did. 
I wrote it yesterday. <laughs> I'm using my own research. And I was like, and I made up the peace spot. But anyways, it's in the prostate, and it gives you a lot of pleasure. Oh, I mean, maybe it was called the peace spot. I know because it's something it's, called the G spot, but it could be also called the peace spot. spot. I've never heard I that. I think it might be two different things, uh, actually. But there's only the one spot. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> there's, there's, multiple mul- there's multiple arousal zones within the spot within the anus i would think also it feels good for the giver so um the having a dildo either like a dildo with a harness or a strap on it kind of straps like around your waist and the pressure against your pubic bone can be in like your groin area can actually be super arousing so it's not only you know the it's not only pleasurable for the receiver but also for the giver Mm -hmm. it also can be fun for the or give her to change the power dynamics since a lot of times it is done with the opposite person. The opposite person who usually does the penetrating is the one doing the penetrating in this case. Or is the more dominant. Yeah. yeah like, it can like, be, it's it like, can it's be a kinda, It's kind of like flipping it. So it then be. it feels fun for the other person to get the power dynamic of mm-hmm. the difference. Switching it up. Yeah. But also, it could also be the opposite where in a BDSM relationship... Uh-huh. That's always done by the dominant person, but that's like a separate. But that's like separate, yeah. yeah. And this one's usually it's like the flip, because again, especially if it's done in a hetero relationship, it's like the person who usually doesn't get to penetrate is the one getting to do the penetrating. Yeah. And usually you're the one who's getting penetrated. Right. As that's how you said that, penetrated like eight times. That's, that's how that sex works. That's how sex works. <laughs> that sex works. <laughs> Yikes! No more, no more seltzer for you. You know, all we're having today is seltzers. I don't know. I don't know why. And I was doing so well. We we, we were just talking. I was doing fine. I don't know what's happening. To I don't me. know. It's just all downhill right now. <laughs> it's the ghost. Um, <laughs> I'm just too excited. <laughs> I'm just so freaking excited. Because I wrote this article. I'm just I'm really so freaking excited. <laughs> um, but yeah, so pegging can be a super fun uh, way to switch it up. Um, it doesn't have to be as... I think scary and serious as some people make it out to be. Um, I feel it's like not done in a dungeon. Well, right, and it's like I think it's a lot a of couples, a, a lot of couples are curious about doing it, and yeah. also I think it's important to know that like it's not just for like quote unquote straight couples, like heterosexual couples. Right. Um, it can be done in, a, in any couple really. It's just about dildo, anal penetration. That's pretty much it. Um, so, there you go. Wow, you <laughs> write down. You're doing just as well of explanations as me. That's about it. That's about it. And thanks it for goes. coming to our show. That's Good how night. it goes. Good night. But so I think it is important to say that, like, if you're not in a heterosexual relationship, you can still ex- you can still do it. It's not something exclusive to heterosexuals, which I think was kind of is still kind of like how it's always portrayed in media and perceived and like thought about like i thought it was always something heterosexual couples do until i read that recently that it's more now just the about like the act not who's doing it so um that's important to note then also just it can be like it can be a really fun like i mean when you're trying out anything new like it's gonna be awkward and you're gonna have moments where you don't know what you're doing so it's make you know make it fun laugh about it laugh through the awkwardness you know what i mean wow. don't laugh at the person that's mean but like laugh through it with your partner that's you know what mean. i'm saying yeah that's mean you're supposed to laugh together yeah not at each other right unless you guys are fine with it and then you know unless you want to be laughed at yeah you could laugh that's away. part of your that's fun too fetish, yeah. but also <laughs> also this can be a very intimate yes. moment like it's not like i think that that's something that well, yeah it's not just like haha 
take this dildo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, like I know. I think so. No, I was gonna say that's a misconception. I think that sometimes it could be pictures that I know. I sometimes picture it like that. <laughs> like, ha, 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 I'm gonna get you, but like, gonna get you. <laughs> that's so creepy. Exactly. Like that is creepy. I know, but I'm saying. I just picture someone like running and chasing someone who's wearing a dildo. Like, like I'm gonna get, get you. you, but Jesus. not like not like that scary. <laughs> Just like the yeah, little, but it can the be, little voice in your head, not actual, not that scenario. It can be an intimate <laughs> moment and like a way to connect with your yes. partner. And they say way. that a lot of people say that once they've ex- once they've experienced this, that that's what it feels. It's very bonding and intimate, and you get to feel like again. Usually, it's like you get to feel the opposite. So, like when I'm reading like women's versions of it, they're like, oh, they're like, I get to see what it's like to kind of feel like when you're the one doing it, and like the effort that it takes. But then also, it's like you usually feel the other person reacting to what you're doing. So you get mm-hmm. to feel like the pleasure of somebody else in the opposite way. Mm-hmm. It's like how they would feel your pleasure. You're getting to feel oh. their pleasure in the opposite because you're getting to experience that backwards. I didn't which think is about pretty that, cool. that's true. That part I think is very cool. When mm-hmm. I read that, I was like, oh, I was like, that's very true. And they're very, very, very cool things to think about. It's much more cerebral Mm-hmm. than you would think when you think about pegging. Like right. Pegging, you think kind of about like the physical act. You don't really think about the The fact that it's like you exercise. get to, again, feel like, okay, this is what the other person usually feels. Yeah. And this is how you, the sensations that they're, you know, you're getting to see them react to the sensations, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and also, so a couple other like 101 facts. Um, so pegging involves the use of toys. And so usually you can do it one of two ways. Either you can buy a strap-on that comes with the dildo attached to it. Mm-hmm. Like, it all just comes as one piece. Or you can buy a harness and then buy a separate dildo that you stick in the harness. Um, and that last one is kind of the more preferred method just because you can customize the dildo then. You can, like, change it up and you can put whatever you want in there. Uh, that's weird, but... <laughs> like a cucumber. <laughs> like a cucumber, yeah. Just go hey, crazy. lube it up. Um, that's important with this. <laughs> That's a way activity. to get your fruits and veggies. Wait, no, but that's an important activity. <laughs> Don't do with that, this though. activity. Not, not cucumbers, but lubing up. Yes, lube is very important. If you have in one this takeaway act. Like, let's just talk about that. One you know, takeaway from lube, yes. lube, lube doesn't get talked about that much. If you're doing this, lube. If you is take your anything away from this episode, it's lube. It's lube. Use lube for this activity. Yes, especially. But also, I would recommend the harness method just because, especially if you want to try it out for the first time and your partner's never done it, you don't know what they they like and and they don't know what they like. And so it's just right. a, probably a good idea to get the one that you can, like, change it out. Where they're like, oh, I might want something bigger. I might want something smaller. Right. And I was going to say start small. Yeah. Thinner. <laughs> yes. This is, like, advice from some, you know, just, like, random things to think about, yeah. right? Just thinner and small. Don't just go out and get, like, an eight-inch dildo. <laughs> yeah. Don't start with that. Right. If you, especially if you've never done it before. Right. Because that's going to be a shocker. That's going <laughs> to be a somebody's uh, anus. Yeah. They're not going to. I don't know if their P-spot will like that very it's much. It's not going to feel that great. <laughs> um, so, yeah, when you're starting something like this, start small, experiment. Yeah. What, it's like, you know, knowing what somebody's experience level with it is, because somebody could already know exactly what they like. But if you're just starting out for the first time, definitely think those basic things out. There's also a couple different. size. Yeah. Girth. Girth. How far are you going in there? There's also a couple different kinds of harnesses. So there's like the one that's kind of more of like a belt that you strap mm-hmm. around your body. Mm-hmm. And then there's other ones that are that look like underwear. Mm. 
And so they look more like panties or like boxer briefs or something that you can wear. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm, that have the hole for the dildo to go through. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I always imagined that like leather one. I know. I only yeah. knew like yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I always thought like the more BDSM yeah. style, right? Because but... I guess that that's what's shown more, right? Yeah. Like, I, guess I didn't even know there was like and... bo- yeah. There's yeah. like it's like um tom. They call them tomboy boxer brief huh. harnesses. It's an actual boxer brief. That might be more comfortable. That also could be more practical because it's then you it's, can not, wear it as your it's not slipping off. I oh, imagine true. like practicality as in because I would imagine that it's especially if you've never done it before. Like I imagine that if I'm doing it probably run out of steam and suck pretty pretty hard at first it's a good core exercise it would be a core exercise but i would think that that would give you more control than might make you feel more comfortable too if you have an allergy like some people are allergic to leather or they have like really sensitive skin they don't want something like that rubbing up against it like a strap Mm -hmm. um that could be a really good alternative for you as well. Yeah. I wonder if you could, like, wear them as underwear, too. Like, I don't see why not. You just take what, out the just dildo. Try, you're just really trying to get home from underwear work. all the time? Like, you're just like, well, you oh, just yeah, then you just pop it like, in right. and you're ready to go? What are you doing? Like, how efficient? You can't even take the two seconds to put on new underwear? I am all about efficiency. <laughs> efficiency is key. You have to wear them around at work all day and then be like, now I'm going to use them? <laughs> yep. My dirty underwear. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I can't even bother to change. Like... <laughs> You know, sometimes when you're getting ready for it, like, you don't change sometimes in between. Like, the end, you're just like, fuck it. No. No. <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> hey, if you can handle me at my worst. Don't even want to prepare. Don't just Ever. Ever. <laughs> That's hilarious. You're ready. You're, like, already trying to plan the laziness in advance, which is, like, you know, kudos to that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we've mentioned some of the, um, like, tips of, you know, when you first try it. But if you do, if you've never done it before and you do want to try it, one, do not, you have to get consent. Like, you have to address it outside of the bedroom. And I think that's something that a lot of people don't think about. Yes. Is that, like, if you're really interested in it, do not bring it up when you're already having sex. Bring it up when you're not aroused and say, like, hey, I read about this, or this really interests me, and I think I'd want to try this. Would you want to try it? Yeah. So you could do that. If you don't want to make it so direct, then maybe you could watch porn together or something and like you pick it and it has pegging in it and, and you say it like oh i find that really hot do you find that hot has all the pegging scenes <laughs> all the pegging scenes yeah but you know like there's different ways to bring it up to your partner but the important thing is do not bring it up in the middle of sex because your judgment for like the person receiving it like your judgment can be skewed you know if the person says no it could take you out of the moment and so it's just better to kind of clear the air when you're not around, I think so then that you can just have pretty much all brand fun. new things that are a little bit explorative, mm-hmm. as we've talked about in many episodes and including this right now. Yeah. Usually most things that are explorative and, you know, are a little bit outside of the comfort zone, I think normally should be talked outside of the bedroom yeah. because of exactly Don't just what like you're throw saying. your like harness you're at them, like strap in, babe. <laughs> no, they're like, surprise. But like, because sometimes I think people do that, like, you know, in stories, like where it's like, oh, it's a surprise. And that's fucked up. I think those types of things can't really be a surprise. No. Or like if you bring it yeah. in, like you still have to talk about it, not yep. like surprise, and then you have to go along with it. Because then sometimes you might feel like you have to go along with it. Yeah. Well, exactly. Because you don't excited, want to But then yeah. it's like, you don't, want to kill you the don't actually want to do that. That's it's a pretty big commitment. Yeah. Um, so that's a big one. Uh, lube is a big one. Um, I also think that when you're so when you're doing it, like when you're about to get to that point of the sexual session, uh, make sure that you massage the anal area a lot. 
you know, put a finger up there, put two fingers up there, kind of make it a little bit more relaxed and comfortable because the muscles that surround the anus are very, um, very strong and like they can tense up very easily. Like they often tense up if you're just stressed. So you have to make sure that that area is like very relaxed. And so we would recommend definitely like massaging it, using oils, using lube, you know, maybe you can like massage the area too. Like you can give a back massage, you know, just make sure like it's relaxed because otherwise if those muscles are tense, it can be a really, not only a really, um, uncomfortable situation, but it could also result in like tearing and, and other things that could cause actual serious problems. Right. Um, and just so. like with any other anal, like treating it in the same type of way of being sometimes also douching beforehand. Okay. For preparing because you are going into the butthole area. We know what happens there, right? Mm-hmm. Aside from sex. Mm-hmm. What comes out of there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's preparing, right? Yes, Lube make sure and douching you're clean. is prepared. So that's preparing. Wash your clean. ass. That's what I'm saying. So clean it out. Because we all know what it's used for. Um, And the other things that people could try aside from um, massaging is using plugs at first Mm. to help with, if you've never done it, right? It's like, if you're not doing like fingers, it's plugs to to be able to kind of of get yourself ready. Yeah. Yeah. Being like that you're using that to start. And then again, the smaller, slimmer sizes, but it's a good way to start out. And then... I know that a lot of times people, when they do this, they're concerned about the idea of, like, somebody thrusting into you, right? So don't do that. Go slow, as with any anal. That's PSA for any anal. Go slowly. Yeah. You don't just slam on in there. Sex. Well, yeah, but... Especially anal. Especially yeah. anal, because... Shit is tight. It's a shocker if it just gets thrust in there. So going slowly and set a pace that's comfortable for the person receiving and giving. Be yes. at a good pace. Um, also if you want to get like to more details, um, so one, a, a good position is recommended lifted missionary, which will allow you to read each other's facial expressions, which can be a really good way to like when you're mm-hmm. first starting out. Um, because a lot of people, I think they, they think like doggy style, mm-hmm. but if I think if it's one of your first or second time doing it and you're not sure of your partner's like reaction, it can be you know, difficult I and mean, you can't see their face. So like if they're not liking it and they don't want to say anything, you know, your face can tell you a lot. So lifted missionary is a good way. If you, it's also a little bit more intimate. I, people have reported because you can like look each other in the eyes and kiss right. and stuff like that. Um, so those are two positions and then have the giver or the person wearing the strap on press the tip of the dildo against the receiver's entrance. And then as they exhale, the receiver can lift their hips to slowly accept the dildo at the speed that works best for them. Um, and then continue this pattern of kind of pressing it in that area, having them exhale and relax until you reach a point where the amount that you're penetrating is comfortable to that person. And then you kind of can figure out, okay, that's like as far as I can go or I can go farther. Um, well, that's why the, yeah. Yeah. So that's like how, a good method. Deep, so just like you yeah, said, like, deep don't throw. just be like, all right, lube it no. up and hallelujah. Like, right. It's taking your time and also making yeah. sure the person is aroused. Just like, it's almost like just with any sex, right? Like getting each other aroused is going to make the sex better, first of all. Yeah. Um, and then in this Shocker. one, I know, right? Shocker, you want to be aroused when you're having sex. Fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then in this type of case, it's also finding like a good position, again, that works for both people. Mm-hmm. And uh, when somebody else is doing it for the first time, too, it's not as if like the thrusting and everything comes natural or feeling what you're doing. So using your hand to help guide you, paying attention to, again, like depth and finding a way where you feel like you have control of it. Because at first, you're not going to feel like you have control of it because you don't just magically know how to do something when you don't usually do it. Yeah. So it's on both sides of giving a little bit of that um exploration mm-hmm. of how to actually get it to work yes and, and positions also, and positioning the risk and, that you're yeah. talking about that a lot of, i think deters a lot of people away from pegging because they're like that's where you know that stuff comes out um that's actually not true because i mean it, yes you poop out of your ass but um pegging doesn't really activate that i think a lot of people think that like pegging is going to mean like that you're going to, yeah. But you do want to be clean. Well, you do want to be clean, but it's it's important to note that like, so poop isn't stored. I don't know why poop makes makes me laugh. Like saying, I don't know why you can't say you like that stuff. (laughs) It's just poop. Again, we poop out of our anuses, girl. Okay. There's poop that comes out of there. Let's get you comfortable with it. There's poop that comes out of your butt. I know it's crazy. (laughs) Poop isn't stored in the anal, in the anal canal, which is what's being entered during pegging is actually stored in the colon. So it's not like there's just like poo in there. It's just that that you're like, Oh, can be like residual if you're not, in order to up. put it in that area, mm-hmm. like in the anal canal, you need to actively use your muscles that you use when you... When you're pooping. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why I can't say that Again, word. Um, I'll just fill it in. It's fine. Thank it's you. Just poop. I'll just look at you. Let's <laughs> start laughing. Pooping. But so that, I think that's important to note because a lot of people have that misconception. I actually didn't know that until I read about it. I kind of... that That is a worry of mine too. But um, medically, like uh, biologically, it's not possible really. I mean, it, it of course, anything can happen. Right. Someone... Sometimes somebody can all of a sudden be triggered to wanting to poop. Sure. Because that does happen. Or sure. again, if like for some reason you have not cleaned your ass. Also, watch your <laughs> that's diet. That like, could be left over That's too. another reason why you should have a conversation with your partner beforehand. Like, you could hey, do I want to try yeah. pegging tomorrow or tonight. Because watch your diet. Like if you're the receiver, don't eat Chipotle. I was going to say, don't eat a bunch of beans. Yeah, exactly. Or maybe a bunch of fiber because all that to, is going to make yep. the poop come out. So stick to or maybe just vegetables. Eat, maybe just eat lighter. Just yeah, that maybe day. a salad, nice chopped salad, just lighter. Yeah, and not stuff that you know, not gas producing. And again, like cleaning grass is just always a good idea, no matter what. I don't know why I'd have to say that, say that in general, but I mean, especially in this type of case, like if in this type of case, like if you haven't cleaned your butt, yeah, there's going to be stuff left over. So yeah. clean your butt. You should just do that anyway, though. Like, all the time. Whenever you're having sex, I think you should always clean your butt, whether your butt is even going to be on display or not. Right. Just clean your butt. Um, also, <laughs> even though pregnancy is obviously not a risk, STI is. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's important to note, too. I think most people know that, but, you know, not everybody knows that. Um, so STIs are, are a risk. So, so well, I guess if you just, if you don't know, if you don't know your status... Put a condom on the dildo, essentially, and then only use that condom for that pegging session and then, like, throw it away immediately, like, afterward. Don't keep wearing it and do other sexual stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, That's always true of anything. If you're changing yeah. things, usually you don't want to keep the same yeah. condom because you don't want it in different parts of you. Also important to note, um, if you are receiving and you have a vagina and... Like you're getting anally penetrated. Yeah. Do not use the same dildo. That's why. Do not use the same condom. Like even if you think you can wash it real quick, no. Give Don't. it like a thorough 
Just don't, just don't do it. Have no, either two different dildos it's, or it's bacteria. Yeah, don't. Right. Um, it's not. It's not good. I mean, I guess if you if you wear one condom for one and then you wear another different condom, condom for the other, that would be fine because yeah, you're switching out condoms. Yeah, but but there's you never know. I, I mean, know. I just say just don't do it. Yeah, just like yeah. switch it. Do so, use something else. Yeah, yeah. Just use a different dildo or, or something else. Go you go get that cucumber. Um, you didn't even hear me. Okay, I did. Anyway, I know. I did hear you. It just wasn't that funny. You're the one who brought up your <laughs> stupid cucumber. Yeah, but it only oh. works when I do it. Don't Whatever. steal my don't steal my material. Um, also, if your if your partner is asking you whether you want to get pegged, think about it. Like, really take some time. Don't just be like, "Oh, I want to make my partner happy." Yeah, sure, <laughs> stick it in. You know, let's <laughs> let's go for a ride. Um, like, really think about it. And also, let go of like we were saying, let go of the misconceptions that. You know, oh, this means that I have this sexual, like, identity because I'm, like, pegging. No. It's nothing to do with that. It's just science. It's just biology. Um, and think about whether you, like, want to do it. But give it some time. Like, I think it's important to, like, not just... Another reason why you shouldn't just bring it up in the bedroom because you don't want it to be, like, a, an in-the-moment kind of thing. You want to make sure, like, it's something that you would also enjoy. You know, there's different kinds of pegging. Like, there's different ways you can approach it. Like we said, there's different toys you can bring into it there's different ways to introduce it um at the first time so yeah just you know take your time deciding whether you'd want to do it and then be honest because especially if you're receiving it if you don't definitely want to do that then it's not going to be fun for you (laughs) like it's not going to be fun at all um, cause there's a lot of muscles down there that will tense up if you're not having yeah, a good time. Yeah, I was gonna time. say, right, you have to be relaxed. So that's I think that's really important. A like, big if you're, key of this is if you're gonna do this. If you're receiving it, you relaxed. make sure you really want to do it. Especially if, like, you're asked, like, if someone tells you, I want to peg you, and you have to decide, really think about it. Because if you don't, then one, you might run the uncomfortable risk of, in the moment, being like, actually, I don't. And it's like, what the hell? Yeah, also, just like with anything else, also what do we always time. say? You could say no at any point. Uh-huh. <laughs> if you're doing it and it doesn't feel how you expected it to feel, if the dildo is too big of a size for you, if something starts feeling uncomfortable, yeah, share. You can always say no. Stop. Yeah. Say pineapple because that's a big code word for everybody. <laughs> pineapple. That's like the, always the one. I know word. it is. So say that and make it. You know. If but it yeah, another reason good, why that missionary, that missionary position oh, yeah, also might be good. Their, you can see, you can their, see face. their face. Yeah, and it's just kind of easier to like express how you're feeling. But also verbally is a great way to express it too. Because, mm-hmm. you know, it's either you could say that you're into it or you're not. Or yeah. again, like being like, maybe you need more loop. Maybe you need more foreplay. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it might not even, it might be something like this might not happen the first time. Yeah. Because it might need some prep. Right, yeah. Like, you especially might if you've actually... never done it before. Like, again, it's not, like, maybe it's, like, that expectation of, again, like how you said, it's like, oh, let's get ready and let's go at it. It's like, no, sometimes you might need to prep and, like, you maybe did a piece of it one time, but and if you you're the, the way. if you're the person who, like, brought it into the relationship, like, if you're the one that said, hey, I want to do this, make sure you have, whether you're the giver or the receiver, make sure that you have a lot of patience because, like you said, yeah. the idea in your mind of you... Of, like, what you want to do, which you probably got from, like, a porno or something. Right, of, like, doing It's not going to be what it's like for some time because you're going to have to ease into it, like, yeah. anything. So, I mean, same thing with sex. Like, right. before the first time you had sex, you saw movies and you're like, oh, it's going to be the steamy. And then the first time you have sex, it's a shit show, almost always. So, like, you know, awkward and everything. So, um, yeah, be patient with it. Make Like, know that it's going to take some time. Don't just 
do it the first time and because it was a little awkward say oh well we're just not good at it i'm never going to do that again right practice makes perfect so you know get back on that horse in this case. Well, no, but it's the same as with regular sex, too, right? Yeah. It all applies that it's like it can take some time. Exactly. Um, and then also I think that there's like sometimes, I don't know what there is with this, but basically that pegging can be done for people casually or in a very serious and committed relationship. And a lot of times people who do this are people that are doing it in a committed relationship, like as an exploration or... Which I think is Just the best scenario. A, yeah, of like that it could be, but it can also be done casually. Like people do do it as like a hookup thing. So I think it's like one of those things to consider that it's like, well, it can go either way. Yeah, it can be true. in a very serious long term relationship, or it can be done casually as a hookup. I think the key is just being honest with your partner and honest with yourself. If your intentions are to do that, make sure you say, "Hey, I'm into this. I want to do it," um, and then be receptive of what they say. Or if you're being asked, and I think this is more for like. You know, especially if you're in a hookup situation. Um, if you're the one being asked, if there's any part in your head that's like, I don't think I want to, then say no. And that's totally fine. Yeah. Um, and if that person gets mad, then they're a piece of shit and you shouldn't have sex with them anyway. <laughs> so. <laughs> if that person gets mad. Well, I'm just saying, like, you yeah. know, it, I think a lot of that, a lot of people go through that where they're like, I don't want to make my partner mad or I don't want to make this person mad. So let me say yes. Um, which is not the way to go. And especially in something like pegging, where if, like I said, if, especially if you're receiving it, if you're not relaxed, that yeah. could actually cause injury to a very important part of your body that you use multiple times a day, um, will not be a good time. So yeah, just be honest with your partner, be honest with yourself and peg away. Peg away. <laughs> peg away. And yeah, again, remember that for a relationship or just whatever, it just is experience in general. It can be very bonding can be very intimate like right like those are like the takeaways that i read about in a lot of stories mm-hmm. is that it's very can be very um intimate bonding and it builds trust because sure. it is an experience where you have to be very vulnerable and usually like reversal of what's again norm for the relationship it can be very intimate yeah mm-hmm. also like it gives people that sense of like again feeling in control when sometimes mm-hmm. you don't Yep. Like in that different way. And just exciting. Like most people just say that it's exciting to try something new and a fun way to play with new things. Because again, it involves like a toy, right? Which a lot of times people are like curious about using, but shy about using sometimes. And then it's fun to spice it up too. Mm-hmm. It's just fun to like try something new. And pegging can be very new for some people. So, yeah. Try it out. <laughs> That's your takeaway. Try it That's out. your takeaway. Um, but I do think it's important, like like we said, there's a lot of misconceptions and like stereotypes about pegging that are definitely not true. Um, and I think that's another reason why people steer away from it. It's mm-hmm. just about misinformation. I'll admit when I was reading some of these articles, I definitely learned things that I fell into like the stereotype. Yeah. Like for example, I thought pegging was only between a cis woman and a, and a heterosexual mm-hmm. man and like that kind of relationship. Um, but that's not true. So like, that was something I learned that, and like the thing about like the anal canal and all that stuff. I didn't know that. Um, so, you know, I just think it's a a lot of, it's about misinformation, but as is true with anything, like if you want to try something out, do the research, find out for yourself, get the facts. Don't just listen to your friend who's like, Oh, my friend Becky tried it in college and blah, 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 blah. And now, you know, like whatever. Look at how you are all about information today. <laughs> I know, right? Don't you're listen like, to Becky. You're like, get informed. Don't listen to Becky. Yeah. 
I mean, you can always, like, ask your friends, hey, have you tried this? Have you thought about this? Yeah. And, how and like, share experiences. how did it go for you? Don't use that as fact. That's not reliable information. Get the actual facts. Like, look, take the time to do the due diligence. Learn about, like, how to approach it, the right stuff to buy. Don't yeah. cheap out on getting a really bad dildo. Like, you know what I mean? Yes, like, yes. Don't cheap out. Yeah. And again, like how we talked about, get lube, right? Get different get lube, sizes. Get a good get harness. Get all this stuff. Yeah. Also, I think another part of it is that this is, again, something that I think a lot of times wasn't talked about, right? And slowly it gets more normalized, mm-hmm. which I think makes it be more likely that people will try it. Like mm-hmm. right now it's even like, not that it's only included in pornos, like now it's included in like TV shows or movies. Like I remember, who was it? The Bold Type did a good episode related to pegging. Oh, okay. That it like actually comes up in themes on mainstream media, which makes it be more likely that people would be open to talking about it or people who've thought about wanting to try it, be able to bring it up more openly and people aren't like, oh, what is that? Or why would, like, you know, like, seen as this thing as being like, oh, why would I want to do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes it more, I don't know, approachable or acceptable or whatever people want to call it. Agree. Yeah. Um, And like we said, there's a lot of misconceptions about it. And if you're afraid of being ridiculed for asking about it, then, you know, keep it between you and your partner. Like, you don't owe anyone anything. You don't have to tell people that that's what you do in the bedroom. If you want to, great, but you don't have to. Um... Just keep it between you and your partner and have it be something that you share. Like we said, it's a very intimate thing. So I'm sure there's some couples out there that don't want to have to deal with ignorant people in their comments. So they're just like, you know what? This is something that we do that we enjoy in our relationship. Let's just keep it between us. And that's totally fine, too. Um, But do what works for you. But uh, definitely use lube. Yes. That's basically what the takeaway was. Pegging or no pegging, you should use lube. But the takeaways are, yes, use lube, especially for stuff with anal play. Do the research. And... With anal play and with all stuff, go slow. Check out each other's comfort levels. Always start with the basic and lower level of what you think, right? Because how are you saying? It's like sometimes it's like if you're watching porn or something, that's the all-out version. So whenever you're right. doing anything, right? Even like... There's also a lot that happens in porn behind the scenes before they press yeah, play. Like before get, they press record. Right, because you have to prep. So it's right. like remembering that there's prep that goes into stuff. Also, like, you know, it's like positions. Like there they're doing positions for camera shots. In real life, that position might not work well mm. or it might be hard to achieve. Like, you know, in pornos, like, there's a lot of positions that are, like, you look at it and you're like, what? But it's, you have to remember, it's for camera shots. True. More than it is for actual doability and um, accessibility with, that you can have when you're doing it in real life. Truth. So thinking about that. We still need to do a porn one. We do. Maybe we'll do that, that next. That'd be a good one. Right. We'll do that next. I love that. That just made me think about that. That I was like, still in I feel like that would be a big one. <laughs> big one. A big one. A big one. Yeah, so that's pegging. Yes. Um, super fun. You should try it if you want to, <laughs> if your partner wants to. But that was just some like tips and tricks that we have about pegging. Yeah, if and we you... hope you learned about it if yeah. you've never heard about it before. Yeah, and it's like kind of a fun way to just spice up the bedroom a little bit. Connect with your partner. Something different to think about. Let us yeah. know your thoughts on it. Yeah, let us know if you learned something new or if... Questions, comments. Yeah, questions, comments, sharing stories, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you can always tweet us your comments at our handle, SexQueensPod. We also are on Instagram with the same handle. That's S-E-X-Q-U-E-E-N-S-P-O-D. And then we also 
Uh, have an email address, sexqueenspod at gmail.com. Feel free to reach us on any of those platforms. Thanks so much for tuning in. And as always, we don't know why you came, but we're glad you did. See you next time. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.